you can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the hole in none podcast with me words and my neighbor dje that egyptian playboy dodi fayed <laughs> on tonight's podcast brooks kepka wins in phoenix we'll see how that shook up the blc leaderboard we'll talk a little xander and <gasps> space <gasps> we got super bowl dj one in saudi arabia all the things hi johnny Hey, Words. How the hell are you? I'm not that great, Words. I, I think I mentioned to you, I got I got the hot shot yesterday. Well, I'm not, Doug. Oh, yeah, you cut all those 65-year-olds in line, didn't you? I did. Uh, I, I, I got to say, I felt pretty guilty because I, I definitely was the youngest guy there. You know, I am a healthcare worker, so I was able to get it that way, you know, use that term loosely. Um, but, yeah, I... I heard that you might have some effects, and I definitely don't feel great, but, you know, here's the douchiest thing. Should we cancel the show? Nothing pisses me off worse than seeing these motherfuckers. And, and again, I, I say this loosely what, because old people? My, my, poor mother, my poor mother did this as well. But people that post them getting the shot mm. and post the, their vaccine card, like, just who gives a f- Oh, great. You got the fucking shot, especially when young people do it that aren't in the medical field which I know of some people that have done that. And I'm like, okay, so how the fuck did you, would you use some bullshit comorbidity to get, like cut the line? <laughs> but uh, just in the spirit of that, and, and I, I got to like word this very loosely because my sister's getting the shot today through the Indians. Uh, she probably will post her vaccine card or her getting the <laughs> shot. So I thought of an idea that I would love to do. And <laughs> instead of me posting my vaccine card or me getting the shot, it's going to be me. I'm going to recreate that picture, but it's going to be me and then, Anthony Kim's junkie swing coach Adam Schreiber giving me a big shot of heroin. Okay. <laughs> and so then I'm gonna post that. We'll post it to our page, <laughs> and uh, that'll just be us mocking uh, the, the general public that likes to post the fact that they got a vaccine. We could just like film you smoking some crack and put it on YouTube <laughs> or something. The only way I'd do that is if it was with that uh, guy that used to be the mayor of like Toronto or what. You remember oh that guy? yeah, he passed away. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, from too much crack before his time, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was his name? He was a fucking legend. He was. Uh, well, I'd smoke crack with his ghost. <laughs> or his dead body. How about the uh, deal you sent me earlier about the Indonesian people? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was crazy. There's an island off of Indonesia where uh, the relatives like just kind of keep their dead relatives around. And it looks like... <laughs> <laughs> What's the occasion this, this that they do that? dead grandpa that I sent Jay, he looked kind of like Jay, he's just like, oh! <laughs> they dress him up yeah. in a suit. Kind of a perpetual smile. He's dead, all right. Well, it, and they put gloves on him. I'm sure because their fucking fingers and like <laughs> bones of their fingers were probably like gross and clawy and shit. <laughs> yeah, that, 
That struck me as something you'd like to see. <laughs> like Scott Van Pelt, the greatest thing I've seen today. You know, that's what he opens his show with usually, uh, the sports center at night. It's like the worst thing I've seen today <laughs> was you sending me the picture of like uh, mom and uh, mother and uh, I guess a, a married couple, like literally with their arm around like their deceased father-in-law that's probably been dead for 30 years. <laughs> Well, what else? There was that um, one more Jude posted the uh, the dirt on Marilyn Manson now was that he called Lana Del Rey lasagna Del Rey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It, oh, it's, you know, man. they call it body shaming now, but that's just good old, that's good old fun. Marilyn fun. Manson's fat as fuck. <laughs> yeah. What is, why can he talk? Well, lasagna Del Rey, that's not right. <laughs> Come on, Marilyn. Uh, after this week of being all cold, they're going to call me like lasagna del J.E. because I've eaten nothing but fucking pasta and almost had lasagna last night, but I didn't. So, Ooh, Net- Neptune's meatball sub. Oh, I did have a meatball sub today, but it was from Firehouse Subs. Whoa. Yeah. It's a cold day like today, dude. You got to have the meatball I'm sub. I'm all over you today. I know I know every move you're going to make today. I love it. I love it. And I don't think you do because I've changed my picks so many times that there's no way. You don't you even remember your lineup. <laughs> I don't. I'm going to have to look at it before we pick. So, <laughs> Tell them about last night. Uh, well, obviously, you know, without getting too far into our picks, I sat here at my house. Uh, my, my wife has a... Uh, Found out she didn't have school, so they were having having dinner and drinks with the with the girls. And basically, I sat here on my couch, smoking my my new pen that I got fairly recently, <laughs> and uh, kind of was just going over my my picks, looking at the tournament, and uh, looking on, inward. On three separate occasions, I submitted a lineup for the um, tournament this weekend at Pebble Beach, and <laughs> three both all three times it said. <laughs> Your lineup has not changed. Like, I literally thought I had changed my lineup every time that I hit submit, and it's like, your lineup has not changed. Your I lineup mean, has not was changed. Was that not an omen that that needed to be your lineup, and then you go and you change it, like, twice more today? I changed it, uh, I think, just once today, so. <laughs> yes, but I did change it, and as of right now, it is not the same lineup that I picked three times last night. Oh, I, it's so sad. I'm, the person I'm going to be cheering for most is whoever's not in your lineup now. Not even any of my players. It's just that one. What I if hope, he's I went, hope they win. What if, uh, well, I guess if it's yours, you're definitely going to cheer for him but yeah no i i think that you'll be surprised words Shocking. but anyways how about how about tom brady and the bucks oh tom did you see how fucking drunk he was today oh yeah <laughs> the parade? great yeah i oh, god i thought he was gonna fall off that boat and drown <laughs> dude that throwing the super bowl trophy to gronk that video has been released within the last 30 minutes or so so this is fresh fucking news gronk could gronk looked like uh, a couple weeks ago when we went out for your brother's birthday, whenever you and I were walking back up to my door and our ring doorbell caught me just drunk as fuck, basically staggering <laughs> and unable to speak, that's what Tom Brady looked like today coming off the boat. The great part about that was how long that that took. It was like a minute and a half of me trying to ta- tell you either unlock the door or let's walk around the back. And I just say, what? what? <laughs> we're in the computer? <laughs> We're really just sleeping. Yeah. This is the Matrix. We're, yes. <laughs> Let's stay asleep. But yeah. Uh, Good game, huh? Yeah, it was a pretty shitty game. But I, I will say, of course, I was cheering for the Bucks. Come on, man. Yeah, it was pretty cool to see. You didn't like uh, Bruce Springsteen uh, driving around rural Kansas in a Jeep in the middle of winter without a top on? So, no shit. I, I like... I don't know. I don't. I didn't care to watch the commercials. I would get up and go get another beer, or go up and get food at every commercial. So I really did not see or review any of them after the fact. How boring am I? 
No, they were all horrible. I was I was getting fucking drunk, man. <laughs> you got drunk. Congrats to Tom Brady. Um, all right, back to some golf. Before we jump into the Phoenix Open, though, some LPGA news. My girl, our girl, <laughs> yeah. Annika Sorenstan is coming back after a 13-year hiatus to play later this month. Yeah, she's playing. Uh, it's the 25th through 28th, but... You know, obviously it's a huge story. It's her home course. Like, of course she's going to come back there. It's like, if I were to go back and play the old trails in Norman, of course I'd like to play stuff. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, (laughs) no words. I love this, and it's crazy because this is her first tournament since she announced her retirement in 2008 uh, to start a family. So she's 50 now. You know, walked away from the game basically at age 38. So on top of the world, yeah. And uh, so over 70 LPGA Tour wins, I think. Yeah, and this is her first tournament, like you said, in 13 years. But it obviously reminds me. Anytime her name is brought up, it reminds me of the time Broadmoor Pool that, that we ran into her at the Broadmoor Pool. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, yes, with Born Touch Me and. Uh, we were, Dr. Sketch. Dr. Sketch was there. Yeah, that was when Dr. Sketch tipped the lady too much money. And I think we did talk <laughs> about this maybe a, a year or two ago, but always, always love telling the story of when literally she walks into the main gate. We're kind of just standing there trying <gasps> to figure out where the fuck everybody is. And uh, she walks by and I go, holy shit, there was Annika Sorenstam. And then words literally goes, Annika! <laughs> Annika! I love you! <laughs> and she turns around and he like, like leans in for the pick. He's like, and I, I, I was like, Annika, do you mind if my buddy takes a picture with you? Because <laughs> we were all drunk. Um, and so, yeah, the, the picture exists. I asked her. But it was a selfie, and it was, I did a video on accident. No, he, he started to, and I, I felt like I had to ask permission because words was more or less about to lean in for a kiss next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, Annika, I just want you to know I have a daughter, and I cannot wait to tell her what an honor it is to meet you. Now let's see those tits. <laughs> yeah. We saw Annika th- that day, and then again, right when we were leaving to go to the airport, she was just like walking, walking up. I was like, "Holy shit, there's Annika again!" She was cool. Yeah. So that that's who gives a fuck about this golf tournament? It was just awesome seeing Annika there at, at the Broadmoor, especially on like the tail end of a bender and and being really drunk. Oh we god! Saw her. <laughs> oh my god! Just completely <laughs> obliterated. Yeah. <laughs> When I was charging down on her, her eyes got a little big. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. She was probably scared worse. No, it was all good. She smiled for the picture and everything. Which I, I def- definitely think I have that picture somewhere if you don't. So. No. <laughs> we might have to post it to our hey, story. you fucking erase it. <laughs> this, this week we'll have to post it to our Get story. Get rid of it, John. <laughs> Well, let's take it on out to the desert, J.E., where Brooks Kepka, coming off of three bad miscuts where he failed to break 60 in any round, wins the Phoenix Open for the second time in his career. First in six years. The fucking goat. Goaty. <laughs> I mean, the fucking goat words. Hey, and and I know you, I, I gave him a hard fucking time for those new tricks on irons he was playing, but, you know, like I told you earlier, he must not have tricks on wedges because that <laughs> shot he hit on 17 was fucking pure as fuck. <laughs> that was, uh, it was good the whole way. It was incredible. And, you know, it's just guys like that, you know, we talked about him and I had Xander this week, of course. And Xander's kind of on that list with Tony Finau of like most seconds without a win. And Xander played incredible golf like the entire tournament and just didn't capitalize on little small opportunities, whether it was a 10 foot birdie putt on the front nine of his first day or, or there were just there were a ton of opportunities for him and he just couldn't grab it by the throat. And it was like Brooks just looked up after birdie in two holes in a row 
where he was on 17. He was like, fuck, well, I guess I'll just ship this in and win the tournament. <laughs> and that's exactly what he did. But I will say, dude, I know you said that Xander didn't capitalize. Xander kind of choked. He choked pretty hard, yeah, actually. he did. He did. Um, he hooked one in the water, two in, like, shitty spots where he had to take a drop from the cactus early on the back nine. And then on 17, a hole that Brooks eagled, he hooks it, a shitty After fucking After back-to-back birdies. Into the water. I mean, uh, he was trending. He was... He was he didn't look scared. I'll tell you that. He looked he, like he birdied the par five, sixteenth. He birdied sixteenth. The, the sorry, sorry, sorry. Fifteen. He birdied sixteen, the par three, which was a really good birdie that day. And then it like it went straight from there to him teeing off on seventeen, and it looked like he didn't take any time at all. It looked like he rushed it and he yank hooked it right in the pond. And Worst he had, shot he'd been of the tournament. Leading the tour or leading that tournament and driving off the tee like all weekend until that. So, <laughs> so yes, he choked. But, I mean, at the end of the day, Brooks wins by one. That was, you know, Brooks makes two. Xander makes five there. It's a three-shot swing on that hole on the final round, and that's what won and lost the tournament. Uh, But words, what were you most surprised with? Brooks coming from five behind to win the tournament, Xander choking, or Jordan speed 61 61. on Saturday? Yeah. Out of all the craziness that uh, Brooks chipping in on 17 and what that did, like it didn't make as much noise throughout the golfing world, I think, as Spieth coming back the way he did. And it was just a very Spieth way to do it. He still was missing fairways, playing from the desert, hitting incredible recovery shots, making multiple 40-foot birdie putts, fucking chipping in. Consecutive bombs. <laughs> just doing very Spiethy things. And uh, I know that a lot of guys in Dallas, their dicks are starting to wiggle a little bit about Jordan Spieth. <laughs> well... In all honesty, you know, the 61 was classic Spieth. I mean, the bombs, of course, they had to show the fucking replay of him saying, go get that to Greller. He makes the makes the the putt on 17 and then points at the Borat guy that's, you know, dressed as Borat across the way. Which <laughs> he was getting arrested. Yeah, apparently was getting arrested for being too fucked up. Um, but I saw the Sunday coming. Who didn't? I mean, you had to be a fool to not see that coming. Or wearing Jordan Spieth boxer shorts, as, as some would say. I thought it was. I didn't. You know, I didn't necessarily think Brooks was going. Brooks was going to be the guy either. I thought no. it was Xander's. Oh uh, yeah, I it was Xander's tournament. But yeah, I didn't think uh, Spieth was going to back up that sixty-one with a sixty-five or anything like that. Well, one one over for that uh, for Jordan Spieth, uh, even par for Xander. You know, both of them playing in the final group together with Scheffler, who was seventy, not much better. You know, so we've got one under, one over, and even from those three guys, and that literally brought everyone back into it. And none of those guys played particularly well because they were all fucking scared to seize the moment. Apparently, it was an awesome leaderboard. It was. And I was so glad. I love. You also had the old man Stricker. <laughs> oh my god! The Ryder Cup captain. And uh, how about my man from from down up, uh, below the border, Carlos Ortiz <laughs> with a sixty four? Dude, he is so hard to pick for me. Um, he is sneaky, really fucking good though, and he's kind of knocking on the door too, isn't he? He is. Uh, but words, the most surprising top ten. Your boy, Andrew. Don't call me Seth Putnam. T seven. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Putnam is back, baby. Speaking of heroin, <laughs> Google Google search Seth Putnam if you're wondering. Uh, but yeah, don't do that at work. <laughs> don't do it at work. Uh, words. I, I have a theory though because I was I've never been more impressed with a guy that I really I've heard of, never really seen him play. The the forgotten Korean K H Lee. Oh my T2, god! T two. He had a nice chip in on seventeen for Eagle on Saturday. I think made a bunch of noise Saturday. Um, he didn't play too bad um, on Sunday either. Sixty eight. Yeah. I mean, he he had three sixty sixes and a sixty eight. But it also got me thinking, dude. 
K.H. Lee, I had to like look about, look him up because I didn't know he nearly as first, much as him. I I would name five other Korean golfers before I would name exactly. Him. And so I looked it up and I see that he's 29 years old, and I'm like, what? I'm like, okay. I've got a theory that the Koreans do basically the same thing that the the Congo basketball players do. You know, Serge Ibaka is like forty, um, <laughs> but the same thing as Dominican baseball players like playing in little league. It's like, oh yeah, I'm twelve. I swear to God, Sung Jae is forty two. Yeah, there's no way that Sung Jae is twenty two and that Siwoo Kim is twenty five. If KH Lee is twenty nine, they're all probably the same age, grew up together, and they're like, I won't tell. No, you're twenty two. You need a little more time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sung Jae just been buried in like a Korean skyscraper, like netted uh, driving range, you know, just hitting <laughs> balls. And he's like, he's not ready. Not ready yet, son. <laughs> so now, not ready for Shrikson. And then, and then they say that he's like some like 19-year-old phenom when he's really like, you know, 25, 26. And uh, they're finding he's ready. And now he's just exceeding their expectations. They're like, oh, no, they're going to catch on to us if he's, <laughs> now that he's only 22. We need to get you back on a high school basketball team somewhere. I mean, that that happens every now and then, you know. <laughs> you could definitely slip through the cracks. Agra? Yes. <laughs> I would go get smoked by some country boy, dude. Like, <laughs> absolutely smoked. Probably tear my Achilles. Like, God damn, you've got an Achilles of a 35-year-old. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, KH Lee and the Koreans. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that was my theory on the the Koreans. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I of course I told you this was going to happen. Rory McIlroy sixty fours on Sunday to backdoor like a decent top thirteen finish. You know, I think I said sixty two would it, get yeah. him would get him uh, tied for uh, top five, and it would have gotten him G seven. So uh, not good enough for obviously when the pressure's off. Roy likes to make some birdies. Yeah, he's not afraid to show off late on a Sunday when nothing matters. Ooh. Oh. God, that just sounded biting. <laughs> God, up. words. Jesus. <laughs> he's incredible. I don't know what else to say, though. I mean, God. It, it's kind of... You can almost talk shit on the guy whenever he doesn't win a tournament. He's, he's, that, he's that good. And that... I, I was watching the shot tracer. Like, not shot tracer, but like... From my phone, I was able to see kind of where the guys were, you know, on the shot tracker deal. And Roar, every fucking one of Rory's drives was like 347, fairway, 352, fairway, 338, fairway. It's just, he's got to figure figure out the rest of it, like DJ has, you know? I don't know. I mean, the more you think about it, the, like, the worse you get almost at this point. Yeah. I mean, all he got probably fucking does is hit wedges all day. <laughs> Wedges and drivers, I mean, shit, he doesn't have to use half his bag ever. That and, like, you know, play tennis every now and then, probably eat well. Kick the footy around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He doesn't. I will go ride from a peloton. <laughs> hey, I didn't see, I almost didn't see you there, Billy. <laughs> you know, I wanted to play today, but really I needed to get in a double peloton last night, so <laughs> I was a little tired. <laughs> but I won. <laughs> <laughs> speaking, hey, speaking of Northern Ireland, uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to Padraig Harrington, who tested positive and had to withdraw from the— Oh, uh, did he really? <laughs> that sucks. Uh, I liked seeing he and Stricker. I mean, Potty, Potty was playing pretty well, and then he, like, triple bogeyed 18 on Thursday, and then it just—he was he was too pissed off on Friday. He was still lingering. Um, but, yeah, seeing Potty Harrington, Steve Stricker, and his milfy wife on the bag. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, words. Well, yeah, it was it was a hell of a tournament. Way more uh, entertaining, in my opinion, than the Super Bowl was. So. I watched a lot. Did you watch any of the the Saturday or not not Saturday, but like the early Thursday afternoon coverage with Michelle Wee? And no. we've talked about it before. Oh my god, it is so fucking awful. I I really cannot even explain how uncomfortable some of this shit was. <laughs> One announcer was referring to the Gary Woodland story with Amy. The girl with Down syndrome who made a par on 16th in a practice round. It's like Ber- better stat or something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he describes it as one of the great friendships that you're ever going to see in life. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God, that is incredible. You know, I thought our group of dudes like had a pretty close relationship, <laughs> but you think he's like just sitting in her bro text like, hey, Let's get some beers check, out the check, check out this these tits on the uh, this girl just texted me, Amy. <laughs> check out this hot snap I'm getting from these college girls. Amy, Amy. check out the shit I took this morning. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I might have lost the words. W W I D. Hey, you up? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> well, yeah, I don't think Michelle Wee's broadcast career was going to last. You know, it, it probably will last however well she wants, but she needs for her rich husband Jerry West's son to pay for her to go like to broadcasting school or something. <laughs> have a private coach. Coach. You might be on something there. All right. The other big golf tournament on the European tour taking place in Saudi Arabia. And you know who wins? The man with the golden nose. The man with the golden nose. Brooks Kepka's nemesis, Dustin Johnson. And he, I guess that's maybe his second time to win there in the last three years. He's either yes. gone first, second, first, or it's something crazy like that. Uh, and there was all the other guys that sold out, like Phil, of course, sold out to go over there, sold out his hometown event. <laughs> uh, other than that, it was a good field com- compared. I think it was probably a better field even than the Scottsdale Open. But words, you brought this idea up uh, from last week's show. You know, when we started talking about sex tapes, <laughs> you brought yeah, up you know on. <laughs> the Patrick Reed. If a sex, what would a sex tape do to your career? Help or hurt? Help or hurt your career? Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> I started thinking about that with DJ since DJ won, mm-hmm. DJ and then Brooks. You know, the two winners, and comparing those two, and it's like, I think initially to the naked eye, you'd be like, oh man, that that'd be awesome for both of them. But I thought about it very hard. <laughs> I would love to see porn from both of these guys. I think, Is that what you're saying? No, no. I think that the Dustin Johnson, Paulina Gretzky. Gretzky sex tape could potentially be the highest grossing, highest viewed, most well reviewed sex tape of all time if it went down. Yes. Brooks? Nah. I don't think there's nearly the interest in that. And if Jenna, weird, are you kidding me? It'd be weird. <laughs> yeah, Paulina, I don't think so. <laughs> it'd be weird seeing Brooks have sex. Like DJ and Paulina, yes, like I'll get take my money. Brooks looks bored <laughs> as fuck doing anything. He's like, oh, God, Jenna again. Oh, all right, here we go. <laughs> so I, I honestly. Pop. I think that the the entire like human like pop culture uh, athletics everything would break if Dustin Johnson and Paulina did a sex tape, and so I think it would be great for his career. 
Brooks, not so much. So I'm going good. You should tweet that at him. <laughs> I really have an idea that can boost your career. Hey, I, I, I could take this either, even further. Instead of doing a segment, uh, could a, sel- a sex tape help or hurt your career, you could make it a game show and just <laughs> make it like around the horn with some coke, uh, cuck, like Tony Reality, <laughs> like awarding points to like you making good points about why it would help DJ's career. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. I think that gummy's kicking in that I took before the show. Did that sound weirder when it came out? Yeah, okay. But yeah, so congrats to DJ <laughs> and Brooks. And if you ever want to make a tape, holler at me. Brooks is in it deep with Jenna now. I mean, they were in a Super Bowl ad. You know, that's, that's hard to brush off without taking it to the next level. Like, oh, you're my girlfriend. But, uh, uh, we were just talking about DJ, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, hey, look at what he's been well, doing. Well, hey, hey, Jenna ain't Paulina. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Jenna's daddy's not worth a billion. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a different situation, but uh, <laughs> I think that that may be one cue that that Brooks has kind of you know seen from DJ. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah, don't don't fucking marry him, just like Jeter. Okay, yes, yeah. <laughs> well, well done. Anyways, so the fantasy and Tony Finau finished second over there. By oh the my way. god, yeah, yes, how about that? How about that? Yeah, unbelievable. It really is. Nothing really you can say. Well, I guess we could call that the casting couch then. I sure. feel pretty dirty. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> you got a bitchy boy of the week? No, I, I really don't. Yeah, me neither. Nobody's really been too bitchy. I know. It's unfortunate. All right. Well, should we swing it on out to Pebble Beach for the AT&T No Pro-Am? We never went over the... Oh, the leaderboard. Yeah, let's go over the BLC leaderboard, Jay. Okay. Um, words last week, the probably the best story, and this is what's funny is I saw, uh, I saw this happen. Um, Ron Swanson takes home the uh, the championship last week, and only because he picked Tony Finau, who was not in the field, and his alternate was Brooks Kepka. So, congrats! Hey, sometimes it takes the that al- kind of shit. The alternate, the alternate is in play, folks. I gotta figure out who that is. So, yes, the alternate comes through We don't sometimes. know who that is, do we? I, I, I guess not. Ron Swanson. Uh, Scooby, though, Jake Merritt, he ends up finishing with Brooks Kepka and Xander Shoffley, $1.9 million. And Trey Congrats, McClendon, Jake. the only other guy in the league that picked Brooks Kepka. So uh, two guys that picked Brooks Kepka, one guy that got really lucky. <laughs> uh, outside that, you know, there wasn't anybody else that cracked over a million. There was a log jam there at nine hundred thousand. You got Evan Mahaffey, shooter. Uh, he he was on that Carlos Ortiz pick that you were talking about. Words. Are you going to mention him every week now because he's on your fucking bowling team? <laughs> yeah, well, he keeps picking. He, he just moved into the top ten. How about that? <laughs> that is nice. Good pick him. Uh, John Barkley, another good friend of ours. He ended up with nine hundred twenty-seven thousand. Mister Slaz, Slazzy. Brian Asbell there at, at 927000 with J.T. Shoffley and Rom, Mr. Larson's boy, Michael Holman. This is just a, a festival of guys that we know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we know most of the league, I think. <laughs> yeah. Holman. Ooh, sorry about Liverpool this weekend, bro. And then you got a couple guys there. Daniel Smith in there tied for fifth. Dirty Dan. <laughs> Homer Hanky Schmidt. Uh, and then there was a three-way tie for ninth. Dunford, J.D. Dunford, foreplay, and the swinging Pete's, Jeremy Allman. That a baby worm. All right. Words, you swinging ended up— Pete's. You actually had a pretty solid week. Uh, you obviously had Xander. That was going to get you some decent cash, obviously. $777,000 total. Sung J.M. played pretty well on Sunday yeah, for you. He had a good um, Sunday. And 
kind of the boner of the week, probably, if you want to give a bitchy boy. The defending champion, Webb Simpson, really just never had shit going for him. Yeah, that's a shame. Um, so much so that my my boy, Wyndham Clark, <laughs> beat him. Oh, um, God. Wyndham. Daniel Berger. Wyndham made the cut on the number, by the way, which was minus three and then it dropped to two. Um, so good for Wyndham for making some cash on the weekend. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Berger was, was also boner city. He might be the boner of the week. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where the boner of the week's going. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I will tell you, I obviously picked Berger. It's my second time picking Berger. Uh, seeing him miss the cut after playing well there most of his career, he must have not had his sea legs in him because <laughs> his girlfriend <laughs> was there. A little story there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Brooks won, and his girlfriend wasn't there. Hmm. Oh, what do you know? Or wait. This means more, I feel like, at the on the West Coast swing. Like, you really have to fucking think, okay, well, let's look at Instagram and see if his girlfriend's there. Is he going to be going out every fucking night and doing yay? <laughs> that is, that's a good point. Uh, it, r- words, Rory McIlroy was my other disappointment. Again, the 64 got him to T13 for, for the finish, so he, he got 138000 I only made 172000 so... You actually made quite a bit of ground on me, Words. Yes. I'm, I'm in 47th place at $2.59 million. And I'm finally in the top 100. And you are 85th, 1.88. So, Words, we're, we're still, you know, I've got a little bit of a lead, but nothing in one week can change. So. You're goddamn right about that. Uh, as far as the overall standings go, we do have a new number one player in the league, and that is Billy Parker, Billy Baru. Man, congrats, Billy, for now. He edges Brian Schoens by 77,000. Trevor Randall holds tight at three. Up 44 spots and into the top five. Jake Merritt, a.k.a. Scooby, after picking Brooks Kepka this week. The rescue squad, our guest picker from last week, William Payne, is now at number five after a solid week. John Barkley moves up 12 spots to number six. Matt Risen is in the top ten at seven. Tony Morales is back, the Tony Boys. Tony Boys! Uh, the guy that you gave me shit for talking about, my new bowling teammate Evan Mahaffey's in the top ten at number nine. <laughs> and Vernon Green's Tom Tassia falls five spots from five to ten, rounding out our top ten. Would you act like you know Tom and say his last <laughs> gotcha. name? Gotcha. Thank you. <laughs> it was Tassia when I knew him. <laughs> Good picking, Tom. Vernon Green's. All right. Good rundown, J.E. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, well, let's mosey on over to the Monterey Peninsula. They're Pebble Beach. No pro-am this year, Johnny. That's, yeah, J- <laughs> Jake Owen can't play with Jordan <laughs> Spieth, man. <laughs> In a bare blue, blue jean night. Oh, never gonna show up. Yeah, what, was this where was this where uh, Phil gave him like the whole like I won nine million dollars yesterday? Or, no, that was Jordan Spieth's wedding, I think. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, words. They're not playing. They're they're actually only playing Spyglass Hill and Pebble three rounds. Yep, no Monterey Peninsula, um, which is actually a good thing for Spieth. Uh, just one more round of Pebble because that's where he really gets cooking out there. And I th- Same for J-Day. Well, wouldn't you agree, though, that is, isn't Monterey probably the easiest of the three as far as the yes. scoring average is concerned? Yes. Words, and we talked and J- about this. For, yeah, for Spieth I, never like kind of did it there for whatever reason. Monterey Peninsula Golf Club words. Remember when I drank 15 glasses of fucking red wine at your wedding? <laughs> remember? Yeah, I also remember the, the hotel calling me on my honeymoon asking me which one of my groomsmen pissed on the carpet and <laughs> threatening me to have to reupholster the entire place. <laughs> You're like, just leave me alone. 
that, I'm married now. That shows you what real bro code is. I still have no idea who the fuck did that. I never narked on nobody. <laughs> um, but yeah, only three. Only they're not getting to play that place. They're playing three rounds at Pebble, one round at Spyglass. <clears throat> and are they? I don't think they're doing uh, the two round cut or not. I don't know if they're. I think they're still. They cut it back down to only two rounds rather than a three round cut. Since I would they're only think playing two courses. So. Since no Joe. No, JoJo's are out there. JoJo's what? Since no fucking weirdos are out there. Oh, we can't fake laugh at Bill Murray's bullshit this year, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so crazy. Yeah, it was like I I saw like the old Jive on Bill, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen. I saw some old highlights from Bill Murray on like I think it was like ESPN or something where he was like doing like uncomfortable shit like trying to pull a lady over the ropes. Yeah, she's like, and, "Oh my ACL!" <laughs> and like bringing some old ass lady into a bunker and like she like fell down. I'm like, "What are yes. you doing? You it must be on like acid." I'm Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, he's not that funny. So yeah, I'm glad that the amateurs aren't here. Fuck all of them. Yeah. Actually, it's cool seeing guys like Stoops and fucking Belichick like playing golf out well, there. Toby, your boy. <laughs> and my boy Toby, of course. All right, well, let's go over some of the featured groups. Yeah. Sounds good, words. Um, first featured group, words. My mate, Jason Day, who's got a great track record here. Seven top tens in 11 appearances. Something like that. Siwoo Kim and Patrick Cantlay, the local boy and tournament favorite now that DJW deed. <laughs> from getting way too fucked up in Saudi. Yeah, <laughs> partying with the Saudi princes. What do you think DJ was doing? God damn, he made to have to have sinus surgery. <laughs> yeah, he withdrew, so Patrick Cantlay is Paulina, the... <laughs> I'm not coming home. I'm staying out here. <laughs> yeah, I bet you he's still out there. I'm still here. <laughs> I sent Austin back. <laughs> he can take care of the boys. Oh... So, words. I think the surprise of this group right here. I'm not. On, I'm not on my mate. You're not. I'm not on Jason. Very pussy. <laughs> Are you? No. Okay. Well, you know. I'm on Cantlay. I'm on Patrick Cantlay too. Yeah. You sh- yeah. I, the I, California kid. How can you not take him? Exactly. He's definitely going to be the, the the most popular pick this week. If you got picks to burn, I mean, I know people that have picked him before, like you. Um, some people maybe even twice. So. Hopefully that diminishes his value a little bit as far as that's concerned. I think Day, just because of his track record, people are going to be all over him. And just the same thing at Torrey Pines, you know. He was, oh, well, Day plays great here. What do he do? He missed a fucking cut. Yeah. I don't trust him. I, I don't trust him. Well, we were just talking about last week. We like picking guys who have been playing well leading up to a tournament. And then you got Brooks last week coming off of three missed cuts in a row. So, I don't know. Jason Day, I mean – you had to at least look at him and think think about it, and I really wanted to, but I figured you'd probably be on him, um, and he's really fun to cheer against whenever uh, you're on him. Well, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it just clicked for him, and he did yeah. win, so that's yeah. the one shitty thing. But yes. Now, that now I, know, I want him to win. Now that I know that you're on Cantlay, we're doomed. Yeah. And by that, I mean we're picking the same players. All of them, you think? Probably. Um, the next group words... This might be where you go a little bit awry for me. Jordan Spieth is back, supposedly. He's playing with Nick Taylor to defend the like champ. Ellinger? He's back. <laughs> it's so ironic that he's a Longhorn because it's like, is he? Is he not? What's going to happen here? Longhorn Nation. <laughs> he's back. <laughs> They're also playing with Ricky, another guy that's searching. Lost? Yeah. So Spieth, of course, is going to fetch some picks this week. I'm not on any of these guys. I'm not either. I've, I thought about Spieth too, damn it. Um, 
but playing from the desert's going to be a little different than playing from the rough. I think he was still like 130th in driving accuracy last week, something like that. Um, so I think that, you know, his record here is so fucking good. And like I said, he, he has the, that below 70 average at Pebble Beach, which is really fucking good. Um, I can't do it. I need to see it a little bit more. See a little bit more. I'm with you. And, and I do think that obviously people will pick him because of his record here. He's won here. I do admire though. Like we, we were all calling for a lot of people were calling for him to like fire his swing coach, fire his caddy. I told him he should divorce his wife, but he had, you know, he didn't jump to do any of that stuff. He kind of stayed on his course and, uh, I do, I do admire that. So we'll see what happens. Spieth led the, uh, field obviously last week in strokes gained approach. And I'm sure he made footage of putts was probably number one. (laughs) It's gotta be. Um, I'm not on anybody. Of course, you know, Ricky, again, I can't no. say enough about him until Sorry. he makes a cut and plays well. Sorry, Rito. No Ricky. Uh, the next group, another guy that's got a great track record and has won here like five or six times, 50-year-old Phil Mickelson. This is definitely his week to cuck. <laughs> uh, I'm not on him, but... Well, he's played... Maybe he's a little hungover from partying with the Saudis also. I bet he got, you know... He probably started another family over there. <laughs> They're like, Phil, you are 50, oh. you're 50 brides as promised by your appearance fee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, he's playing with a guy that... I, <laughs> he's playing with a guy that I really thought about picking this week and a, a, a California kid, Max Homa. Yep. He he's gonna be a good uh sneaky sneaky pick. He was on the top of the leaderboard a couple weeks ago and shit the bed. He's been playing well this year, still trying to figure out how to win on tour. Yeah, for sure. And I think he's got a T eleven and T fourteen and two uh, appearances here. I need I need winners, damn it. And the next guy who just won uh two weeks ago. Paul Casey! Paul <laughs> I'm so pissed off at us uh, for not bringing up his win on the European Tour last week. Um, he and Johnny Long Socks, they got it done over there across the pond. He was like, I'm finally so glad to <laughs> win here in Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi, I love it over here. <laughs> Words, I, I really was on Paul Casey, one of my initial picks, and I, <laughs> I changed it. You're an idiot. Are you on him? I'm all over oh, his ass. Of course you were. Yes. Paul. <laughs> yes. Oh, so you're going to cheer against Paul <laughs> after all we've been through. Uh, see, that's the thing. I think we've done this before, and I, I don't think I can cheer against Paul. No. How much I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't cheer, cheer against Paul. But I will say, he went from the American Express over to Dubai to Abu Dhabi, and he's back in California fourth week of that kind of road trip it might catch up to the 43 year old paul casey paul casey <laughs> he's too he's too strong on his peloton bike for that <laughs> uh yeah there's absolutely some truth to that and you know usually you kind of wait until the valspa the valspa to take him um but hell he's playing fucking well this time of year and he is. Uh, when you got to get it rolling you get it rolling i think that not having the whole the pro-am might help him yeah no, I, I agree Deal with all that bullshit. I agree. Um, so yeah, the you're you're on you're on Paul, uh, Phil, and Max. I think Max is a good pick. Who knows with Phil? He he somehow can contend here every year. He won just a couple years ago here. Yeah. Um, the last featured group, and this is kind of an odd one. We've got 
Francesco Malinari. Hello. He's playing with Brant Snedeker, who has a, a good history here. He's won here twice, and, and he's going off at 80-1. to 1. That kind of tells you what kind of uh, golf he's been playing. <laughs> well, they're playing with Stu Sink, you know, the 47-year-old that won last year, I guess earlier this year maybe even. Who Sink? <laughs> with, with his son now on the bag full-time. His bastard son. <laughs> <laughs> what, your wife didn't like it? <laughs> No, it's like the scene in uh, the low-key, like, shitty, really bad scene in uh, Rookie of the Year whenever Jack, you know, Henry's manager and mom's girlfriend's like, that's right, your mother probably doesn't even know who your father is. (laughs) And she hears him. (laughs) That's like an argument that's happened in the sink household. (laughs) Oh, man, the manager. What was his name? (laughs) (laughs) No. I'm Jack, is it Jack Stadford or Stanford or something like that? Bradford. Jack Bradford, Henry's manager. <laughs> so, yeah, words. I'm on Francesco Molinari. Oh, God damn it. Me too. Okay, God damn it. <laughs> uh, hey, first time playing in the AT&T Pebble Beach. Did you know that? I did not, but I do know that he has two top tens in his two starts this year on tour after being kind of lost in the abyss after he fucked it up uh, against Tiger couple years back he played well here at the u.s open whenever t16 that was when gary woodland won a couple years ago yeah yeah and he he was a badass ball striker the greens here are really tiny so hopefully he hits a lot of them and hopefully he can put on some poana this week dude i i think it's a matter of time before you know this guy basically took off the entire covid year moved to america i believe and is just kind of getting back into playing like you said two top tens his last two starts I think it's a matter of time before this guy returns to an elite level of golf. Probably gets back into the winner circle soon. Wow. But he's at, I think he's outside the top 100, and that's what happens when you don't play at all. No shit. Yes, yes. It's crazy. Wow. Uh, so, words. You're on Francesco Molinari, Patrick Cantlay, and Paul Casey. <laughs> Paul. And I'm on Cantlay and Francesco Molinari, so I'll just get on with it since the featured groups are up. I'm going with the kid. I'm going with the Zalatoris. popular pick. I'm going with Will Zalatoris this week. I, I heard his interview. I wasn't going to pick him. I heard his interview yesterday, and this kid is beaming fucking with confidence. And as he said, he's playing with house money. This guy wants to go fucking win and get his status. The only way he can get into the tour championship is with a win because of his special uh, special status that he has. So basically, he could still get his card, obviously, for next yeah. year, yeah. but he can only go to the, to the FedEx Cup championship. Uh, playoffs if he wins so um, pretty intriguing to see what he's going to do moving forward and i think he's going to do a lot this week well he's been rising like those dicks in dallas <laughs> uh, he, he's inside the top 50 now yeah he, he is referring to speed yeah and i i think somebody said something like maybe a year ago right now he was monday qualifying into corn fairy events so in the cor- in the, into Corn Ferry events. That is like incredible. That's what's nuts. And his ascension has been quick. And I think it's four, six of his last eight starts, he has no worse than a T-17 finish. And four of those six have been top tens. That's what's fucking awesome about golf. If you win a tournament, you're going to get to play in some bigger ones, and you just keep grinding. But goddamn, the, it's just between making it and not making it. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So I'm I'm I've got a young stud, young bull. I still believe in you. <laughs> a young stud, young bull who's facing off against some old tired British guy from England that's been playing for <laughs> weeks overseas. 
But it's a Ryder Cup year. <laughs> oh, well, I'm just saying that Will Zalatoris against Paul Casey, I'll take it. Oh, really? Yeah, motherfucker, let's go. <laughs> Fuck you, Jay. <laughs> I've got some young bull that's ready to go against some sleepy Brit. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you calling Paul Casey a cuck? <laughs> <laughs> Paul Casey wants guys like Will Zalatoris Zalatoris the him. bull <laughs> <laughs> He would love that No Alright Good picking Yeah I, I, Hey good picks man Yeah you too bro <laughs> We really went outside the box didn't we Well I thought Franco Molinari wasn't gonna I didn't think you were gonna take that It, it was weird I went through like I said several different picks And he was always kind of one that kind of crept in there. And, and honestly, I like his chances. I like his chances. He plays well in bad weather. They're supposed to get some rain, some wind. Oh, you know who doesn't? <laughs> who? Zanatoris. Paul Casey! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a kid. He can still play in that. These other guys, they, like, he can still play. Chad play. It favors a ball striker when the weather's bad. I've got three great ball strikers. Hell, Paul's a great dr- driver of the golf ball. You're making my case now. <laughs> Let's go. Ooh, all right. Well, Johnny, do we have any parting words of wisdom for our lovely listeners out there? Well, we still have some merch available, obviously. Go to opolisclothing.com. And I'm sorry to rob Opolis of any more money, but... You guys need to remember to put in the promo code HIN69 because you're going to get 25% off your order when you do that. So go to Opolis Clothing, type in Hole and None. You can see all of our shit. There's only a limited number of hats left because those things are flying off the shelf. Go get your shit. <laughs> H-I- get your shit straight. In 69. HIN69. That's promo easy code enough to check remember. Out. Of course. So um, obviously go check that out. Yes. Thank you to the guys at Opolis for putting that stuff together for us. If you haven't already, follow us on Instagram and like our shit. We may even start tweeting this week, huh? (laughs) Birds, don't make any fucking promises. I want to start tweeting Trump this week. (laughs) No, like, as Trump? Yeah. This is his burner account, and then we'll get all these followers, and they'll be like, what's going on? Then we'll blow up. I'm like, I'm Q. (laughs) It's me, Q. (laughs) I got the pictures of Pelosi's tits. I'm the pan now. All right. Uh, yeah, so do that and um, enjoy the golf this weekend and keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. <laughs> oh, my goodness.